This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, hey, hey there. Welcome to the first episode of season five of the How She Did That podcast. Can you believe we're going into our third year doing the podcast? I can't even believe it. It's super crazy to me and so super exciting. So I want to thank you for hanging out with me all this time. I'm so excited for season five and we have been working behind the scenes for the last month or so, recording with a whole bunch of new guests and doing a whole bunch of new things. So I want to tell you about a few of them before we head in to our episode for today. Number one, uh, last season, I loved last season and I loved all the interviews that I did. But when I finished up that season, I was like, you know what I didn't love so much? I didn't love the fact that I didn't do as many solo episodes. In fact, I think I only did two solo episodes. And so this season, I want to come back bringing a little bit more of my voice and my opinions into the podcast. So you'll be getting a few more solo episodes from me on topics that I know you care about because you as my community tell me what you care about all the time. And I really appreciate that. Number two, uh, we're going to be bringing in some mini coaching episodes. So about a month, a month and a half ago, I sent out an email to my list and I asked for you to submit some questions that you have Uh, about your business. And I picked a few of those questions and invited those people onto the podcast to do some mini coaching sessions through their specific question. And can I just tell you, I think this is going to be so valuable because uh, one of the things that I'm realizing the more and more as I coach new and aspiring and growing and scaling virtual support pros is that there are commonalities and there are similarities between what you're experiencing and what you're going through in each level and stage of your growth. So I think that the questions that were submitted and the the guests that we're going to have for the mini episodes, for the mini coaching episodes, I think are really um, indicative of a lot of the questions that you're probably having or a lot of the problems or situations that you're having in your own business. The third thing is we are, of course, going to have more and more amazing interviews with amazing women. I love the guests that we have for season five. I love all of our guests, but I just think that even though our episodes are quick and to the point, they really pack a punch and give you some really actionable uh, goal-oriented value in as little time as possible so that you can get to going because I know you got lots to do, right? (laughs) And then the last one is this uh, season, we are doing some mini series that focus specifically on each level of growth. So if you know anything about my business model, I go on start, grow, and scale, right? And in that start, you're starting out your brand new or aspiring virtual assistant, and you're still getting your feet wet and you're kind of figuring out kind of the lay of the land. In that grow, you're an established virtual support pro, and now you're ready to grow like woe, as I like to call it, and really step into your own and figure out what it is you want to specialize in, what it is specifically that you want to go all in on. 
And then in that scale model, you are specializing and you're also maybe hiring a team, starting an agency or growing an agency and really looking at not just what this looks like for you, but what your legacy looks like for your family, for your team members, for your community at large. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, there's going to be some some mini series, as I like to call it, in terms of what you need to focus on, what you need to be thinking about for each level of growth. So that's everything that we are working on for season five of the podcast. Oh, I love it. I can't believe it. Also, in a couple episodes, we are going to be celebrating our hundredth episode, which is crazy. And yeah, I, I'm just so excited and cannot wait for more and more and more of the awesomeness that we've already created in our few short years together on the How She Did That podcast. Okay, let's get into what we are talking about today. And that is how she chose her growth path. So once you've been in your business for a while, um, it's really important that you figure out what you want this to look like. I used to, when I was a, a brand new coach, I used to have all of my beginner VAs kind of choose their growth path and, and decide on things right away. And the reason I don't advocate for that anymore is that I really think it's important for you to kind of play around in the sandbox when you're first starting, right? So what that could mean for you is saying yes to a lot of different types of clients, saying yes to a lot of different types of projects and services and those sorts of things. And that's okay. And you're going to want to do that for a little bit, but you're also, as you're doing that, you're going to want to take notice to what you enjoy doing. You're going to want to take notice to what people are coming to you consistently for. You're going to want to take notice of what's making you the most money, right? And what is feeling the most aligned. I'm really loving this saying that I, I think I coined it, but maybe I didn't, <laughs> but lean into the feel good, right? So I want you to think about as you are starting and definitely as you're walking into that season of growth to really leaning into the feel good and really not just doing things for the sake of doing them, but doing them for the sake of taking in that information and feeling through the data, both the hard data in terms of in terms of revenue and in terms of outcomes and in terms of quality and all of those things, but also the feelings data. I think taking an inventory of like, how does this feel? Did I enjoy this? Do I want to do more of this? What do I want to do less of? Who was my favorite client? Who was my least favorite? Why were they my favorite? Why were they my least favorite? And all of that can come together to decide on our growth path. So you're going to want to pull out a piece of paper and a pen or a Google Doc for this. And we're going to talk more about what that growth path can look like. So in my mind, I break down the ways to grow into four different categories. Number one, you can work more hours. <laughs> so if you are charging, let's say you're charging $20 an hour. I like to say 20 because it's an, it's an easy number, right? So $20 an hour. If you're working 10 hours a week, right? That's $200 a week. And you multiply that by two. So you start working 20 hours a week. Yes, you're going to make more money. Now, the downside of that is if you are already capped at the number of hours that you can work because either you're already working a 40-hour work week or you're uh, working alongside a nine-to-five or you have kids at home or you have other obligations, then this becomes a barrier for you making more money, right? We don't want, we know that, especially when we're thinking about longevity and sustainability in our business, that overworking is not the way to go. Overworking is the way to get to burnout really fast. And so that is not anything that I ever advocate for. So working more hours, one of them, 
if you have the space and capacity. The second way that you can grow and grow your revenue, grow your business is number two, by charging more. So this is often the way that most people start off, right? So we start off, maybe when we're a new VA, we're charging $20 an hour, and then we become a more seasoned virtual support pro, and we charge 25, 27, 30, 35, and up per hour. So you're not working more hours, but as your skill set increases, as your expertise increases, you are charging more for the work that you're doing because the work that you're doing is, is better quality, right? It's more excellent. You have a better understanding of the client's needs, of how to get to those needs and better outcomes for your clients and all of those pieces. So charging more is definitely a way to go as well. Number three, specializing. So this is where it becomes super fun and the sky starts opening up and the sky becomes the limit. Um, Specializing in something. So that could be specializing as a tech VA. That could be specializing and getting your uh, director of operations certification. That could be becoming a certified online business manager or podcast manager or a certified launch manager, which is one of my new favorite programs that my team and I are launching in early March of this year. So when you specialize, you are communicating to your clients that this is your zone of excellence. This is your zone of genius. This is your zone of expertise. And that's when your clients really start seeing you as a strategic partner. When we're starting off as a general VA, there is nothing wrong with starting off as a general VA, but you're really walking in it from task to task, right? So the client gives you a task, you come back, you do that task for them, you complete that task, and then you go to the next task or you go back to them for the next task. When we are stepping into specializing in something, we're really driving the strategy as well as the implementation a lot of times for those things. We are stepping in and saying, I understand both the industry and how to do these things and also how to support our clients holistically in their business on that piece of their business. So as a podcast manager, for example, it's not just, oh, okay, let me do this one podcast task. It's really you understanding how to get a podcast up and running and excellently executed and letting your client be the backseat to that, letting your client do the recording of the podcast, and then knowing that everything else is handled and that they don't need to understand the world of podcasting or how to do the thing that you were going to do for them, like editing and the copy for the show notes and graphics for the podcast and all of the pieces that go into creating a successful podcast. Uh, Same thing with being a certified launch manager. So one of the things that we're really excited as a team, as I mentioned uh, previously, is our brand new legendary launch manager certification. And the reason that we created the certification isn't just because the Launch Guild, my agency, rocks uh, at launches, which we do. (laughs) Also because we know from last year that so many businesses are going online and there is such a need for people who are excellently skilled at launches. When I started doing launches, I realized really quickly that our clients are excellent at what they do. They're excellent attorneys, they're excellent gardeners, they're excellent yoga instructors, they're excellent whatevers, but they're not excellent or experts at launching. And so that was really our job, just like the podcast manager thing. It's our job as launch managers to really understand the world of launching, right? And what that means and how we can support our client and how we can communicate to team members as well as the launch is going so that we can change and modify and adjust in real time 
as launch is going on. So I'm going to link to all of these specialties in the show notes. You definitely want to check it out because of the fact that there are so many specialties that you can go to and be in uh, that can really propel your income and increase your opportunities for working with some amazing clients and for some clients that are probably aligned with what you actually want to be doing. The other thing that I love about specializing is that it really puts you into the driver's seat of deciding the fate of your business and the fate of where you want to go. When we're doing all the things, there are so many things that we're doing that we don't actually want to be doing, right? There are so many opportunities that we say yes to because we feel like we have to say yes to instead of wanting to say yes to that. And once you decide on a specialty, it's really a matter of, oh, I get to say yes to the types of clients that I want to say yes to, to the types of projects that I want to say yes to as well. So don't forget to go to the show notes to learn more about all four of the specialties that I pointed out. And there may be a little fifth bonus one there as well in the show notes. And then number five is you could build an agency. This is another path to growth, to revenue growth, to business growth for you. You could build an agency. So as I mentioned, the Launch Guild is my agency. And one of the things that I love about agency is the fact that it's not just about building the agency. It's about building a team and a community that you work with. I love the fact that I have 25 coworkers (laughs) that I get to see, quote unquote, virtually almost every day. And that is something really special. And the collaboration around working with these women is just absolutely incredible. Alongside of that, with my program, The Agency Thrive Mind, which is my 12-month program for those who are either starting or building agency model businesses, I just see the growth and the amazing opportunity that having an agency has created for the ladies in ThriveMind. So you may be a great fit for an agency model business if you really enjoy community, if you really enjoy being a leader and kind of stepping up into that mentorship kind of place instead of implementing all the time. I've mentioned this before, and we're going to be talking about agency a lot this season. But one of the other pieces is that having an agency will really help speak to your why if your why is at time freedom, right? So having an agency, not everything is about you and you having to execute every piece of it. You slowly start to get to stair-step your way out of the implementation as much as you want to. And that means being able to go on vacation, being able to take random Wednesdays off, (laughs) being able to go and get a massage on on Fridays if you want to. Uh, It just really opens up opportunity. So along with all of these, with choosing your path to growth, the other thing that I want to point out is that it's not an all or nothing, right? You can do one of these, you can do two of these, you can do all four of these. You can mix and match and kind of choose your own adventure when it comes to growing. But just know that you do have choices and there are so many opportunities in terms of how you're getting to your next level. Okay, so let's talk more about these. Number one, let's go through these one more time. Number one is you can work more hours. Don't forget that we want to also include those hours in our day that is business building hours. That's an opportunity for us to build our business, to market and to network and to do all of those internal things that we need to do. And there are so many things that we do within our business that we actually don't often charge for, right? There's a lot of admin stuff 
that we're probably not charging for like invoicing and those sorts of things as well. So just make sure that you're putting that on your plate too and putting that on your list of the number of hours that you're working so that you don't end up working 60 hours when you really want to only be working 40. Number two is to charge more. So as you become more experienced in what you're doing, you should be charging more. You're excellent at what you do. You are an expert at what you do and you should be charging accordingly for that. Number three is to specialize. Uh, either become a certified launch manager. You can head to tashabooth.com forward slash launch for more information on that. There's also director of operations, online business manager, podcast manager, social media manager, Pinterest manager, so many things <laughs> that you could do in that lane. And then number four, build an agency. So if you're interested in learning more about agency growth and how you can build a profitable and sustainable agency, you can head to tashabooth.com forward slash thrive mind for that. Well, once again, before I go, I am so excited about season five. I cannot wait to kick off the first guest episode with you next week. It's going to be so much fun. And hint, it's another member of my team who is not Jay LeRae. Yes, you're going to get to meet another member of the Launch Guild team. Until then, I will see you next week. Have a great day. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job. Thank you.